Our scripture reading this morning comes out of the book of Exodus, chapter 12, verses 1 through 14, as we continue the story of early lessons of faith for Moses. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall mark for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell the whole congregation of Israel that on the tenth of this month, they are to take a lamb for each family, a lamb for each household. If a household is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join its closest neighbor on obtaining one. The lamb shall be divided in proportion to the number of people who eat of it. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A year old male you may take from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it until the 14th day of this month. Then the whole assembled congregation of Israel shall slaughter it at twilight. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the lamb that same night. They shall eat it roasted over the fire with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roasted over the fire with its head, legs, and inner organs. You shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning you shall burn. This is how you shall eat it, your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it hurriedly. It is the Passover of the Lord. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both human beings and animals. On all the gods of Egypt I shall execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague shall destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. For this day shall be a day of remembrance for me. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. Throughout your generations you shall observe it as a perpetual ordinance. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. It is always best to start at the beginning. That way you can always look back to see how far you've come. So my children love playing with old digital cameras. So as the technology on our phones surpassed the digital cameras that we owned, uh, they slowly just became to accumulate in old boxes over the years. Uh, to where now, um, I, I don't have a digital camera that I use very often, uh, except on really special occasions. Uh, we just typically use our phones. And so the kids get all sorts of our older, uh, different models and different generations of digital cameras. And they love to take silly videos, they love to take different pictures, and they get to keep all of those as uh, just all sorts of silly memories that they did together. But the other day, I was cleaning out a closet, and at the bottom of a box, I found a digital camera that I didn't recognize at all. In fact, I couldn't remember when we would have actually used this particular camera. And so obviously the batteries were dead, uh, and I flipped it over, and I opened up the bottom, and I saw that the SD card was still in the camera. And so I pulled out the card, and I went into the other room to my laptop, and I plugged it in. And it was all the pictures of the day 
that our youngest daughter, Wren, was born. It was all the pictures of the hospital, of the first time that we got to hold her, of her very first outfit, of her preparations, of being able to come home for the first time. It was all the first pictures of once we got home, sitting in the chair where she got to meet her big sister for the first time. She got her very first kiss from Lavender for the first time. She got her very first kiss from a dog for the first time. It was all those first moments with our youngest child that we hadn't been able to find for uh, almost seven years now. And suddenly just stumbled upon them in a box at the back of a closet. And so we were so excited that I called out to Julia and I told her what they were. And we got the laptop and we went downstairs and we sat on the couch and we had our whole family kind of squished up together and we relived the memories of all these first moments when our family became what it is today. There's something about those first moments that just looking back, we can see how far we've come. How those girls used to be so very little and how I used to have so much hair. Just kind of looking back and seeing the changes over the years. It wasn't so much that we wanted to go back to those days, so much as we were filled with so much joy uh, of how many more memories we've made since then. Sometimes it's good to go back to the beginning just to see how far you've come. And it works the same way in our faith as well. Now, I don't ever really consider myself having a hometown. Um, I've moved so often in my life that really uh, the longest place that I've ever lived in one area was six years. And so my hometown has always just been wherever my family is. And so to look back on moments of my life, um, there's always moments rather than places. And so when I think about my faith, I think about those first moments that I experienced God moving in my life in some incredible ways. I remember sanctuaries in different states and in different Methodist churches where I got to sit next to my mom for the very first time and I got to sing hymns like Lord of the Dance and Hymn of Promise and Blessed Assurance uh, to where those hymns will always have special and significant meanings for me. The first times that I got to sing songs of praise next to my mother. I remember the first altar call that I went down to. I remember the first time that I prayed with somebody to, to begin to have a personal relationship with Jesus, where the faith that I felt in my heart began to actually influence the way that I lived my life. And looking back on those moments, I can begin to see now just how far I've come and how much God has continued to deliver me from even those very first moments. And that's what the story of Passover is. We all have to start at the beginning. As God begins to do something new in the life of God's people. The story of Passover is a story of new creation. It's a story of God doing something new and incredible. Even to the point that where he's explaining what's going to happen to Moses and to Aaron, God is telling them that this month in which this Passover will happen will become the first month of the first part of your year, 
of the first story of the deliverance that I am about to walk you through that you will remember for the rest of your lives and for generations to come. This is the start of something new and incredible. The start of the story of your deliverance. And as God begins to walk them through the ways that this day will be remembered, very specific instructions and a very specific story that not only will they play out through this first Passover, but they will then recreate and they will remember for every year on the first month of the year, for every generation to come, to even now the story of Passover remembered of how God is continuing to deliver God's people. This is more than just a story of deliverance that happened thousands of years ago in Egypt. This is a continuation and a recreation and a remembrance that God is still delivering us still. And so it's amazing how God gives very specific instructions on how to eat this meal. As you prepare this food, I want you to eat it on a start line. I want you to eat it prepared and ready to go. I want you to eat it with your sandals already tied on your feet. I want you to eat it with your belt already cinched up, ready to go. I want you to eat it with a staff in your hand. I want you to read it. I want you to eat this meal ready to step into the first part of a new story of my deliverance for my people. We have to go back to the beginning sometimes to see just how far we've come. What are those first moments of faith for you? What are those altars that we've built up, that we've marked different phases of our growth and our faith and of our lives to where we've seen God move in some incredible ways? We have to start at the beginning so that we can look back and see some of those very first stories of how God showed up for us. So that when we turn to look for the days that are coming, we have faith that God is going to continue to show up in the way that God always has for us before. And those moments, those stories, are unique to each and every one of us. Those stories paint a picture of a God who will show up in whatever circumstance we find ourselves, no matter how far deep into the pit or no matter how far we have twisted up and knotted up our lives, God will still show up in those moments and say that he has heard our prayers and has come to deliver us. And the reason why we go back to those moments, the reason why we remember them is because they become a story that we can tell. As much as I relive some of the early moments of my children's lives, and I tell stories of the early moments of my lives, there's something even more incredible when instead of just memories of my life, I begin to share with my children memories of my faith. Stories of a God who has showed up for me that they can begin to, to shape and to know and to mark their stories as well. Your testimonies, your stories and your starting points are the easiest and the best ways that we have to tell the story of a God who continues to live and deliver us even to this day. This world needs signs and stories of deliverance. 
They need signs and stories to say that even when it feels like we are enslaved, God is putting us on the start line of something incredible. And that story and that testimony becomes a lifestyle that remembers of a deliverance that becomes a story for all people. We have to start somewhere in order to see just how far we've come. So I'd like for you this week to think of those starting points. We've been walking through the, the book of Exodus and these early lessons of faith from Moses. We've learned of his mother taking some muddy steps in the riverbank that set up a story uh, for Moses to be positioned uh, to, to be able to speak to Pharaoh in a way that, that God will be able to, to bring his message. We've heard stories of a burning bush in which God came at a point in which Moses wasn't even ready, but God had prepared him for. And now we come ready on a start line for God to do something new. Let us mark those moments and remember them so that in the years to come, we might have a testimony that is just what's needed to remember and to, to testify to a deliverance of a God who continues to deliver us to this day. We have to start somewhere just so we can look back and see how far we've come. Will you pray with me? Almighty and precious God, we give you thanks. Lord, we give you thanks for the memories and the stories and those first moments. Those moments that give us strength, those moments that build a foundation to where we see that you are in the business of not only delivering us, but delivering us even still today. You have made a way for us. You have started a movement for us. You have been there for us, and you have promised to be with us still. Lord, bring to, bring to our minds those stories, those first moments, that we might share them with people that come after us, that we might share them with friends and family, that they might become the first stories of your healing, of your grace, and your deliverance for someone who needs that story in their lives. That they might encounter a God who hears their prayers and has a story of deliverance that they're placing them on the start line for as well that we might walk in your purpose, Lord, that we might gain a deeper love for where you are still taking us in this life. As we pray all these things in Jesus' name, amen.